Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast uh, again today. So, uh, really exciting episode. We're, t- we're uh, going to be talking about rookies. Talking about rookies in the preseason this year. Uh, as many of you will know, there is a lot to go through when it comes to rookies this year. A lot to talk about uh, <clears throat> as far as, you know, how they're all doing. Uh, who looks to be front runners uh, at their positions, uh, things like that. You know, there was also some news uh, actually just yesterday, uh, tragedy for uh, one of the running backs and uh, season uh, potentially over. So uh, it's always a sad thing to see, but <clears throat> we see it all too often uh, with running backs. You know, whether they're rookies or veterans, uh, that their seasons get cut short. Uh, so. Uh, let's hope him well on recovery. Uh, you know, maybe something changes between, uh, you know, now and the time this podcast airs. Um, you know, maybe he does get to play again this season, but it doesn't look like it so far, uh, at least from the reports. <clears throat> so with that being said, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into it here uh, for today's episode. Uh, first, we're going to touch on wide receivers uh obviously uh quarterbacks is probably the main course for everybody so we're going to start with a little bit of salad here and that is uh the wide receiver standpoint so right now we're only going to focus on five wide receivers there's a few we don't get to touch on because they really haven't done anything they haven't participated in the preseason uh you know and that's the thing we, we don't have nothing to talk about we don't have anything to talk about because they haven't been there uh we haven't seen anything that they've been able to do because they haven't performed so for that reason, we are only going to touch on five of the wide receivers here. Um, each position, we're going to touch on five, but there are some that you would expect us to talk about here that we're not going to. Uh, Rashard Bates, definitely one of those because he has not been participating in the preseason. Um, so that's one that we're not going to talk about. Uh, you know, there, there's a couple others out there as well uh, that we won't touch on. Uh, New York Jets, uh, Elijah Moore, we're not going to talk about him. Uh, so, yeah. We'll touch on it, <clears throat> the various guys that we have here. First off, we will talk about uh, Jamar Chase with the Cincinnati Bengals. And Jamar Chase, um, you know, everybody was really hyped on him. We watched the film. We watched the tape uh, before draft day. You know, this guy hasn't played in a long time um, in a meaningful game. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, of course, they're whatever. You know, he, he hasn't played consistent, meaningful meaningful football in a while and when he was playing for full seasons he he was fifth in drops um i think in the sec maybe in the entire ncaa no had to be the sec but he was fifth in drops and so it shows that this guy does drop some balls now if you're dropping balls at the college level i can tell you right now you're gonna drop it at the pro level because everything is a little faster uh, quarterbacks uh, take less off of the ball when they're throwing it out there, you know, because they're it's more capable hands they're throwing it to every time. So the fact that we've seen a lot of drops from him so far, it's not all that surprising to me. Uh, Maybe surprising some other people, but that's what you get when you just try and pair a wide receiver and a quarterback from a college program. They didn't even win the national championship. You know, if you got a pair like that that it's going to be an amazing quarterback wide receiver duo in the NFL. They should definitely compete for a national championship and they did not. So, you know, it's not to say one wide receiver and one quarterback can do it all, but they were at a good program 
Um, so if they were that effective, you'd think they would have elevated it. So to me, I just saw a lot of things in the tape and the footage, and we're seeing it already. You know, just last week, he had three targets. He caught zero of those targets, and two of them were right there. He definitely should have caught them. Another one, yeah, you you know, whatever. But he's, he's showing already that he's dropping balls. And if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm not going to have a lot of faith throwing to him. So uh, let's hope that he can hone that in. Maybe he comes out in week three and shows a little bit better of a – uh, has a better showing. Uh, there have been guys that have came in the league and had some issues with dropping balls, and they've had success later on. So hopefully he can adjust. Um, Jalen Waddle, we'll talk about him. He has so far three receptions this preseason uh, on four targets. Uh, so good catch uh, ratio there. Uh, 21 yards. So it's seven yard average per depth per target. I don't know how it's going to be as far as like a catch share, uh, target share. I don't know how that's going to go yet with Tua Tagovailoa, but the guys looked pretty good so far in the preseason. Um, yeah, so far. So we'll just have to see how that continues going as time uh, goes on. But Rondell Moore is another one we'll talk about for Arizona. He has the most work so far. Six catches on nine targets, 38 yards total, 6.3 average depth per target or average depth per catch. Um, that's the lowest uh, depth that we've seen from these receivers, but he's getting a lot of work, guys. If he's going to see that type of share when he gets the regular season, I don't think he will because a lot of their starters haven't been playing. But that bodes really well for him in the future. That he's getting a lot of good reps out there. Uh, Nico Collins uh, is actually in Houston. He only has one catch on one target for 24 yards. So not all that much work for him. Uh, it's really slim here at wide receiver, guys. We just haven't seen a lot of action from them in the preseason. I will mention also Devontae Smith. Two catches on four targets, 19 yards, 9.5 average for him in Philadelphia. So, you know, it's up and down. You know, you can kind of um, look at the wide receivers as something that's going to be uh, ever-changing, revolving door. Uh, we will be posting, you know, some of the stats, some of these stats and pictures of these stats, kind of ranking these guys at this point. Uh, we'll post it on the uh, – not on the website, but on social media, on the Facebook page. But um, might not do it wide receivers. There's just not enough substance here, guys. There really isn't. Uh, so far, I would have to say that uh, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Rond Rondell Moore are all three up there. When you're talking about these uh, rookies, they're all three kind of at the top. Uh, I wouldn't really separate any of them. At this point, Jamar Chase looks to be—he uh, looks to be very much a disappointment so far. So we'll see how that continues to go. Hopefully, he can pick it up, but you never know. Now, move on from the salad because I hate salad. I don't eat salad. I've only eaten like three salads in my entire life, so that's why we're not focusing a lot of time on the wide receivers. We're jumping in to the appetizers here, and I love me some good appetizers. Mozzarella sticks. Oh man. Or, or better yet, go Texas Roadhouse, get some of that cinnamon butter. Whew, man. I should call Texas Roadhouse, see if they'll want to sponsor this. Anyway, um, running backs. Guys, five running backs we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Javante Williams, talk about Travis Etienne, Trey Sermon, Najee Harris, and Michael Carter. Okay. Now, first off, we will start with Javante Williams. This guy has a total of 12 rushing attempts. 49 yards so uh, on those rush attempts, so 4.1 average uh, uh, car, average yards per carry. Um, one reception for five yards and no touchdowns. 
Actually, none of these guys have touchdowns, so we're not going to talk about touchdowns anymore because none of them have gotten in the end zone, which is a little somewhat concerning, but not too concerning either because it's preseason. They're getting limited reps here. Um, only one of them has like a full game's worth of reps so far if you combine their games. So next up, Travis Etienne. Um, really tragic, you know, to, to see this guy's season cut short. Um, again, maybe something changes between now and the time that this airs. But, uh, yeah, it was announced that his season's most likely going to be over uh, before it began. Now, I think it's great for James Robinson. I'm excited for him. I was very upset when they took ETN at the point that they took him in the draft because it wasn't fair to James Robinson. So somewhat ironic, but at the same time, you don't want to see a guy get hurt like this. You know, you really don't. It's it's really, it's really bad. Um, you know, you never want to see a guy have to miss out a season or something like that. You never hope for injuries. So let's hope this guy gets a speedy recovery and everything on his way back. So far, he had two rush attempts for three yards, 1.5 average yard per carry. Not very good. Um, but, you know, that was very, very, very limited reps. So next, Trey Sermon. Okay, Trey Sermon, nine rushes, 26 yards, 2.9 yards per carry. Um, not looking all that good. He's really not. He's not looking all that good right now. Um, we'll have to see. There's been some things where, you know, he's not in there with the starting lineup at certain times. There's been other times he has been, you know, what defenses is he going up against compared to his offensive line? So, I mean, there's, there's definitely some things here where we could kind of read around these stats and, and maybe he gets some things going. Uh, 2.9 is not ideal. So if he could get that up a little bit, I think that would be good. He has zero receptions at this point as well, which I think is something that they would need to get him involved in uh, is the passing game for him to be really effective there in San Francisco. So let's wait, see what happens. You never know. Injuries, things like that can always happen. He can really get thrust into the playing time. Um, but right now, Raheem Mostert definitely should be the number one guy, and I think they should end up using a one-back system for now and see how it goes. Um, obviously, you know, last year they had the worst injury situation I've ever seen in a running back room. Uh, so this year, hopefully, it's better. Najee Harris, the top running back selected in the draft. Guys, I I like the player. I am. I didn't like where he went. And the stats kind of speak for themselves. He has six attempts so far. He has 20 yards for an average rush of 3.3 yards. That's not that good. Um, some of the teams they went up against have not have great defenses and they've been playing some subs when he's in there. So it's not that good that we're seeing him only with 3.3 yards per carry so far. But again, it is a preseason. We've talked about this before. Calm down. You can't really, you know, bank the preseason and say, okay, you know, this guy's a bust or not. Um, but I do like Najee Harris. I said that I, I think he can be really good. I like what I see from him. However, I don't think Pittsburgh's a good fit for him. I really don't. That offensive line is decimated right now. They can't keep Big Ben clean whatsoever. This guy's going to get hit in the backfield over and over and over. And I just don't think that it's going to be good for him because he's definitely someone who's going to have to adjust to the NFL game. I don't think he was as NFL ready as, say, uh, a Javante Williams. And so getting hit in the backfield and things like that, it's just going to be really hard for him mentally to push his game forward. Three catches for 62 yards. Now, that is a big plus. You know, showing that he can get out there, catch some balls. He's going to have to, to be effective. He's going to have to because they will not 
they will probably not stack the box against him because the line's that bad you don't ever need to but it is something that if he can show that agility it may be something that opens it up a little bit more for him um in the rush in the rushing game if he can get out there catch some balls things like that you know maybe they do some screens and stuff get him going um and that'll give him a rhythm and help him adjust to the nfl which i think he's gonna need so really great definitely the best most receiving yards things like that by far out of anyone else on the list last up we'll talk about michael carter okay for the new york jets okay man i'm excited about this guy i've been very high on this guy ever since he got drafted I like what I see on the tape. I really do. Uh, I don't see a big difference between him and Javante Williams. I don't know why people are saying there's a huge difference there. I don't know why he was uh, rated to be so much better than Michael Carter because Michael Carter, I, I, I think Michael Carter is good. I think I think he's NFL capable. I think he's NFL ready. Uh, he's just going to have to understand where his game fits in the NFL. You know, he, he's not going to be able to run over people by any means. But he's a little pit bull. He he can definitely play bigger than what he is. He can get out there, catch some balls. Uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be really good for the Jets if they just use him the right way. So far, he's got 17 rush attempts. He has 74 yards, average yards per carry of 4.4. Guys, that's the best of every one of these backs. He's averaging the most yards per carry out of any of them. And he's the only one that's gotten the workload of a full game so far in this with 17 carries. I mean, you could see 17 carries, you know, for a guy in a full game. Uh, Javante Williams with 12 is second. And, you know, 12 is good, but you kind of want to see, you know, 14 to 15 um, out of a, you know, a lone back rusher in a game. So if this guy gets 17 attempts in a game, you know, 74 yards, that's not bad. That's, that's not bad. That's a really good day. Um, he's got two receptions, eight yards on those receptions. And again, nobody has a touchdown yet. So this guy, I'm telling you, he's got some promise. He could definitely play uh, really well out there. And, you know, one person that will mention here, that we didn't put up on the stats to talk about today, but maybe when we post the picture of these running backs, we might include him, um, is Jarrett Patterson. And honestly, we might take Travis Etienne off there because Jarrett Patterson, guys, he is playing the best of any rookie. He is outshining every single rookie right now uh, with what he's doing. He is showing uh, strength, uh, speed, quickness, patience with the line. I mean, catching the balls out of the backfield, so great hands. I mean, good route running. This guy's showing everything out there. So, you know, Washington got a real gem right there. Let's see what happens with him. I hope they keep him on the team. If they put him up for grabs, I mean, if I'm another team, I'm going to pick him up right away. There's definite teams that could use a solid, good running back right now, and I think he could be a rookie that is NFL-ready right now. He's definitely carried the workload uh, from what he was doing at Buffalo last year. So make note of Jarrett Patterson. That's a guy to continue watching down the line. He is stuck behind Antonio Gibson right now, but there's no reason that he can't ascend to the number two spot and it be somewhat of a split backfield there. Now, moving on to the main course, guys. When you finish with your appetizers, what do you do? I always kind of keep an appetizer you know, until I finish the main course and I have one little mozzarella stick or something left. Um, but we didn't do that in this case. We will talk about the quarterbacks. All right. Getting in the meat of it, guys. I'm going to go... I'm going to go reverse order here. Actually, you know what? 
let me give a rankings for the running backs, okay? So far this offseason, out of the five we mentioned, from their ability to be a pro, how they look right now, like where we project them right now, to finish in their careers, okay? I think Javante Williams... We'll have, I think Javante Williams is number one on my board right now. Michael Carter is number two. Najee Harris, number three. Trey Sermon, and then it would have been Travis Etienne. Um, so that would be our rankings right now based on their production and, you know, how ready they are to start their career now. Um, that That's kind of where we see them. Now, Jarrett Patterson, he would probably be number one on this list. So we'd have to go back and, and look and evaluate it. But he's went up against some starters and stuff, and he's, he's done really well. So um, maybe two or three, but he's definitely not going to four um, for Jarrett Patterson. So anyway, moving on back on to the quarterbacks now. Um, getting into the meat of it, we're going to start at the bottom of the list, and we're going to move up the list, okay? Very surprising. Very, very surprising based on QBR, okay? So we have the stats compiled from the first two weeks of preseason. We have the QBR, uh, that's quarterback rating, calculated through the first two games for each of these five quarterbacks. Okay, the five quarterbacks is Zach Wilson, Trey, uh, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Right. Out of these five, this is the order that they go from worst to best QBR. Trevor Lawrence is coming in at number five with the worst QBR. Of any of these guys okay now you can't just go by QBR because the number two guy on this list would definitely not be there on our board so take that into account think about that Trevor Lawrence is 20 completions on 32 attempts 184 yards zero touchdowns zero interceptions gives him an 78.1 QBR now Again, you can't really take a lot. There's a lot of logistics that, you know, could change this up. You know, he does have some wheels. He, he showed some running. He needs to work on sliding. That's for dang sure from what we saw against the Saints. But, uh, you know, he, he looked good. He looked good, and I think that uh, he will end up being a lot better than fifth. That's for sure uh, when it comes to these rookies. But number four in QBR is actually Justin Fields. Everybody's been raving about him, playing so well. QBR has him number four on the board, 23 completions, 39 attempts. So, you know, it's actually a little bit worse than Trevor Lawrence on a percentage, um, you know, completion percentage-wise. But yards, 222. So he's getting the deep ball out there more. One touchdown, no interceptions. I mean, that's great. You know, what can you ask for? You know, you're not throwing interceptions out there. That's good. Um, has his QBR at 83.5. Just above him, slightly above him, is Mac Jones. Okay, Mac Jones has 23 completions on 38 attempts, so that's a lot better than uh, Justin Fields actually. And he's got 233 yards, so he's getting the ball downfield as well. Actually, a little bit more than Justin Fields is, mainly because he's completing more passes than Justin Fields. But that balances out in the regular season too, when you think about it. So, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So this guy is looking to be Mr. Consistent, Mr. Reliable, okay? He's not throwing interceptions. He's not throwing touchdowns either, okay? If I'm the Patriots, 
I'd really like to consider having that because, you know, my defense is going to be back in shape this year because we have guys not sitting out for COVID. Bill Belichick's going to have that defense playing well. I'd like to have a consistent guy at quarterback. So I would really consider Mac Jones. And seeing how Cam Newton is out right now with COVID protocols, maybe Mac Jones can go and steal that job this weekend. We will see. Number two on the board is Trey Lance. 13 completions on 28 attempts, 230 yards. Okay? Three touchdowns, one interception. He is the only quarterback on this list to throw an interception. Okay, guys? The only rookie quarterback on this list that we're talking about that has an interception. That's not good to have on your resume when none of these other guys have it. Quarterback rating of 95.8. So it's still very high because of those three touchdowns. However, again, we talked about you can't just go on the QBR. We would not have Trey Lance here. We would have Trey Lance at number five on this list. We would actually put him at the bottom. Yes, he's throwing touchdowns, but he did throw the interception. And he's done. He's thrown an interception with only 28 attempts. If that's the case... He's going to throw an interception every game in the NFL. So that needs to he he needs to be careful and not throw another pick. If he throws another pick in this preseason, I'm telling you that that just tells me he is going to throw a lot of picks in the league. We could have a Jameis Winston 2.0 right there. And that's what he looked like he was playing like, okay? Go back, watch the tape, watch what he does, watch his throws, watch where he's putting the ball. He will risk things, he will make some bad decisions, he will miss throws. He's not consistent and solid, so it could be a Jameis Winston 2.0 right here where it's a guy throwing a lot of touchdowns, but he throws a lot of interceptions as well. So be cautious of that. We would have him number five. At number one to QBR is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has come out and played dynamite football so far. He has 15 completions on 20 attempts. Okay, That is great. That is great, guys. I mean, that's... That's 75% completion percentage. That's very, very good. Um, 191 yards. So, you know, not doesn't have a ton of yards because he doesn't have as many attempts and completions as anybody else on this list. He does have the least amount of attempts of anybody on this list, which is a little surprising. Uh, but I think that will change for sure. He got a little more rep last week in week two. I think he's going to get a lot of reps this upcoming week in week three. They'll probably let him loose and see what he can do. But his yardage is right there with other people. So he's still getting it down the field quite a bit uh, for his for his uh, throws. you know. But he's being selective. He's making the right throws. And, and he's not sitting there wanting to overthrow either. Some of these guys are getting out there and they're throwing every possession they get. He's not doing that. He's working within the offense. He's understanding the schemes and things. So he's done pretty well when it comes to that. Two touchdowns. Zero interceptions. Zero interceptions, guys. I mean, what more can you ask for? He threw two touchdowns during this preseason so far. Zero interceptions. Total QBR of 137.7. That is the best out of all these guys. He's only one over 100, which is definitely a great benchmark you want to have for yourself. That's fantastic. Okay. Now, for us, our ratings here, our ratings would have Trey Lance. Number five, mainly because that interception and the inconsistencies throwing, his accuracy is not that good. Uh, you know, his his catch per attempt, I mean, his catch ratio is not, not good. 
not good. Our completion percentage is not very good. Sorry. So I would have Trey Lance number five. Next, next I would I would probably have Trevor Lawrence. I'd probably say Trevor Lawrence would be number four. Uh, he has showed some things, but I think he has a way to go, a ways to go to kind of progress. You know, he's a guy that he's got to develop and get better. And I think that he hasn't learned much yet so far. I think he isn't really fully NFL ready yet. And that's the thing that I think we need to watch to see how he matures and grows throughout this process. Um, you know, Justin Fields is probably who we'd have number three and guys we're going off passing here we're going off being a quarterback we're not talking about being a running back okay Trey Lance and Justin Fields yeah they're gonna get out there and make plays with their legs but that's not what wins you games that's not what wins you Super Bowls look at the statistics look at the facts look at the quarterbacks who win Super Bowls okay Tom Brady wasn't out there rushing for 100 yards a game neither's Aaron Rodgers like that's just this what it is what it is. So if you want this quick short-term success, you want a guy like Lamar Jackson to come out there, give you a bunch of rushing yards, great, but it's going to give you an inconsistent offense too because from a passing standpoint, you got to be consistent. So Justin Fields, we'd have at number three. I think he can get very good at passing. I think he can hone in his skills and become a very good passer from what I've seen so far. And I'll tell you the other thing, I might have had Justin Fields at number four. Except for his post-game press conference talking about the Bears and how they booed Andy Dalton. Side conversation here real quick on that. Guys, I gained so much respect for this kid. He has come in the league and done all the right things off the field since he's been there. And you cannot understate that. You cannot underestimate that either. So, for those of you who don't know, Andy Dalton was in the game he and fans were booing and saying, We want Justin. We want Justin out there. So they put Justin Fields in the game. They start cheering like crazy for him. And he goes out and he plays okay. Not super well, but he plays okay. And then at the end of the game, they they asked him in a press conference, you know, what did you guys think about... Uh, you know, they asked Justin Fields, what did you think about all the fans cheering for you? And uh, he was like, you know, yeah, it's it's good. It You know, it's a good thing to hear people cheer for you. It makes you feel good. But, you know, I, I was really... I feel I feel like our fans were were really out of line. Um, you know they have to understand Andy B, Andy Dalton is a human being too, and that you should never boo someone like that. You should never boo your quarterback, and that's not going to help him play better. It wouldn't help me play play better. They need to be cheering for whoever's out there, and you know whoever starts, whoever plays is whoever plays. That's up to the coaches. The fans need to cheer for whoever's out there, though. And Andy is a human being, and he's our quarterback right now, and he's the guy. So they need to cheer for whoever's out there. Um, I felt like it was very disrespectful for our fans. That is huge, guys. I, I can't tell you how much respect I gained for this young man. Um, to be able to sit there and tell your fans to shut up as a rookie, that that's huge. That's huge. This guy has great morals, and I'm telling you, he's going to be a really good player over time. Right now, he's not ready, and I think he's starting to see that a bit. And put Andy out there. Let Andy get sacked. Let Andy handle things early in the season until the line gets figured, gets things figured out, and then get Justin Fields in there for some reps. He's not ready yet, but he could be, and he will be at some point, I think. I think he's doing all the right things to get there someday. So we'll see what continues happening. Number two, we would have Mac Jones. Um... 
yeah, we would have Mac Jones. I mean, he's been consistent. He he looks very poised in the pocket. He's very confident out there. He knows what he's doing. He makes the right reads. I mean, to me, this kid looks like, you know, as close as you're going to get to a Tom Brady, uh, you know, from what he's done so far in his rookie year. Yeah, he looks like the closest you're going to get at this point. Cam Newton's not going to get you there. So I would give Mac Jones a shot. Let's see what happens. Uh, and number one, we'd have Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson, I've said it from the draft. I, I think this is the guy that should have went number one. I've got a lot of faith in him. I think he's going to play really well. Um, I think he's going to be a great player for the Jets and turn things around as long as they can keep protected. And they've done a good job keeping that line uh, or bolstering that line and stuff up. So I think they'll be really good with him this year. 15 on 20, 75% completion percentage. That is really, really good, guys. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, what more can you say? I, I think this guy is a bright future for him. And if you're a Jets fan, you got to be super excited. So... Uh, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us today. Uh, we'll let you get back to your day, but Aurora was definitely excited to go over these rookies with you guys. Uh, it's really, really interesting stuff. We'll give a little bit of an update next week as well um, after we have that third game and we can evaluate all their preseasons. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, let us know uh, what you thought about the podcast. You have our uh, Facebook below, our email below. Reach out. Let us know what we can do to make things uh, as entertaining as possible. Or if you enjoy it right now, let us know that. Like, share, subscribe. Really appreciate all the support from everybody. Uh, so, yeah, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, have a great day, and we'll talk to you on Friday.